Okay, so, had an instructive moment with my younger daughter this morning. Woo! Roads are interesting. Uh, she has a talent show coming up at her school, and she wants to play Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel on piano and sing it, because she's gotten obsessed with it in the last week or so. She has a piano teacher who will be able to teach it to her, but her lessons are on Monday. So today, being Wednesday, she decided she was going to try to learn it herself. And she got really frustrated. You know, turns out it's written in key of E flat major, which is a complicated key to play in in the piano if you're just starting learning to play the piano. You can play it in the key of C, I think. Uh, play anything in any key, but you can play it fairly uncomplicatedly in this key of C. But um, at first she didn't want to do that. Then we found it in the key of C and she felt like she was trying to... She just found the whole thing frustrating. And I think she was kind of panicking that the, the talent show is in a, basically a month, maybe a month and a week or something like that. And I was like, look, that's plenty of time. She's like, no, it's not. And I tried any number of ways to reason with her, to help her, nothing was working, and finally I just said to her, look, you're complaining too much, it's not fun to be around you, here's the situation, you can learn this song over the next couple of weeks, and maybe you learn it well enough to play it at the talent show. If you don't learn it well enough to play it at the talent show, you have a backup plan, right? Her piano teacher is going to play Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson and she was going to sing it. She already knows that. It sounds awesome. She's like, she was very excited about it last week. I was like, look, you have a great backup plan. You can do this plan. You should be learning this song not just because you want to play it for the talent show, but because you actually want to play it. In which case, great. We have a pathway towards that. And of course it's not easy. And she said, you don't understand what it's like to play piano. I said, dude, I took piano lessons for five years and I played guitar for any number of years, six, seven years. I know what it's like to try and learn a song, both on piano and on another instrument. <clears throat> and to struggle and to flail around and to decide that maybe learning the song isn't worth it because my skills right now aren't up to snuff for this song. And I'm telling you, I think you can learn this song. It's not that hard. And that was, hold on a second, I just gotta, all right, we'll address this later. Um, that was hard for her to hear. Come on, dogs. But then, you know, once I stated it so plainly that like, look, you're complaining, I think you just kind of want to complain. She was like, oh yeah, I totally, I just want to complain. And she ended up, even making a phone call uh, uh, I think she called she called my wife specifically to pretend that she was the FBI complaint line, whatever that is, because uh, she got into the idea that she was complaining, right? She has the good grace to see that the way she's behaving is a little ridiculous. the The key 
it seems to me in these in these moments with kids but also with ourselves is to maybe recognize flat out that what we want to do is you know roll around on the floor and and complain a bunch for a little bit but then also to recognize that that doesn't serve you except in so far as you are willing to then get over it and come up with a plan and it's the coming up with a plan part that really matters not so much the complaining part come on Maisie you got this and I think my my worry when she does this is that it's going to become an ingrained habit for her to complain rather than to seek solutions because one of the things that I see happen when she complains and especially when she complains and she doesn't have someone to push back against her strongly enough is that the emotional state that takes over you when you complain captures you and you end up trapped by your own desire to complain right maybe when you initially complained it was it, it, it's like it could have been funneled towards a self-awareness that sort of laughed it allows you to laugh at yourself and say oh, yeah, I just want to complain, complain a bit but early on in the process it can also just be funneled towards more and more self-criticism more and more uh, complaining about the situation and a an unwillingness to seek solutions and like anything in life the problem with that is that it can get become uh, can dig a channel that then becomes very hard to get out of. So I think one of the big reasons why I am so passionate about about seeking solutions for things is because I feel wary of being trapped by my own mind into ways of thinking that don't help me. I've felt that way in the past. And I know, I, as far as I can recall, I never had some big aha moment where I realized, oh, this is what it is. I think I just learned better behavior over time. And I think a big part of it was recognizing that it's not fun to be around you when you're like that. Nobody wants to be around you when you're just complaining. And so in a desire to be a good friend and to, you know, have people like being my friend. I stopped allowing myself to do that. Sometimes people can take this too far and you can get to a space where you are become so shut down emotionally that out of... Uh, well, any number of reasons, but for instance, like not wanting to turn people off to being friends with you, that you have a hard time holding space for people um, 
when they have a problem without trying to come up with solutions. This is a classic guy-girl problem where the girl comes to the guy and says, you know, I had a hard day, and the guy immediately leaps to solutions mode. <clears throat> you know, as with all things, you need a balance, but certainly, I think when you see, in myself, I see the, the tendency to wallow in things, something that I came to regard as completely distasteful and and I think that's why I I like the mindset of you know okay you have a problem there are probably well there are an infinite number of solutions you can come up with you can come up with three or four that are like your top three you know, this would be the best case solution, this would be the, you know, the next best thing, and this is the, the next best thing after that. And what that allows you to do is it lets you, it allows you to put it down and move on to something else. And I know there are things in life where, you know, even the solutions you can come up with, and I do believe you can come up with a, some sort of something you can do for any situation you find yourself in, but sometimes that's not enough to make it better. Sometimes it's not enough to, to make it even close to better. But I would argue that even in those situations, it's still better to do what you can and to have a mindset of, of, coming up with the best plan that you can and then and then making your peace with it and setting down that burden setting down that worry rather than letting it continue to eat you up thank you for listening talk tomorrow